President Trump has signed his promised reworking of the NAFTA trade agreement with Mexico and Canada. It's called the USMCA United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement. And what will that agreement and the recently signed historic phase one trade deal with China mean for Americans and the U.S. economy this year? Well, Dan Celia, national radio and TV host of Financial Issues, is here to weigh in. Dan, it's so good to see you again, first time in 2020. I'm assuming you're very positive about USMCA. So what's it going to mean for Americans? I am very positive, and thank you for having me, Gary, and it's great to be with you again. Yeah, I think it's going to be very good for uh, 2020. It's going to be good for the economy. There's a lot of enthusiasm. Some of that enthusiasm has, uh, has some concern now with all the virus scares and the issues that China is having in their economy. All in all, I'm going to say it's a great start to uh, getting a final deal with China. How about the recently signed phase one deal with China then? Who benefits the most from that, China or the U.S.? It's very good for China. I would say initially it was better for enthusiasm, animal spirits of investing in China and so on than it was for the U.S. So I think it's been better for them. Overall, I think it's a pretty good deal for the U.S. in that for the first time in many, many years, we are seeing fairness come into trade between the developed nation of China and the developed nation of the U.S. And uh, it's been 20 years that we have had unfair trade deals. So I think that gives a sense of confidence uh, to the American economy and traders on Wall Street about what President Trump has done and is continuing to do. What are the prospects for a phase two deal with China? That may be a lot harder to finalize, right? Yeah, it's going to be harder to finalize. But here's the interesting part about it, which nobody anticipated. Uh, one of the things that happened was that uh, President Trump did not remove any of the tariffs uh, on this phase one deal. China was hoping and fully expecting that to happen. It didn't happen. Uh, they knew that, obviously, before they signed the deal, but it caught, I think, uh, the markets here uh, by surprise, being that now what happens is we have a way of holding China accountable for not living up to phase one, and China is far more incentivized to get phase two done in hopes that some of those tariffs will remove. Finally, the Congressional Budget Office just announced, Dan, that the U.S. budget deficit will likely breach $1 trillion this year. Now, I know you're probably worried about that. How will that affect the economy? I've been very, very concerned about the national debt. Unfortunately, I'm a lot more concerned than, than even the administration is in some in it. So I think that... Um, this, this goes to show my point that I was making in that, look, we, Gary, we're beyond the point of growing our way out of deficits. We, we've passed that about four years ago. So we cannot get out from under deficits without growth, no doubt about it. But we also cannot get out from under deficits at this point without cuts in spending and the shrinking of the size of government. 
So we have an opportunity here to have a perfect storm of having both GDP growth, growth in our economy, and if we take the step to start cutting government, cutting spending, then we can get out from under this. But there doesn't seem to look as though there's a lot of will right now for us to cut and make the cuts that are necessary. So we're not going to get out of these deficits by growth alone. It is not going to happen. We have reached a point beyond that. Okay, a task for a possible reelected President Trump then, Dan. I'm sure you'll be continuing yes. to sound the alarm on that. Dan Celia, national radio and TV host of Financial Issues. Thanks so much for sharing your insights. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Gary. I appreciate it.